Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. Hi, how are you? I'm all by myself. <laughs> but like getting there early, I was like, oh, this. See, this is going to make me start being late again. <laughs> hey, Brendan. Hello, Daniel. What's up? How's it going? We are less than two weeks till election day. Have you I voted? Know. Uh, no, I will be doing early in-person voting. Okay, I mailed my ballot and it has been received. Wow. Do we know, like, does this get tabulated ahead of time? When do they start doing the tabulation? I don't think they start tabulating ahead of time. I could be wrong, though. I know. I feel like that was a problem with the primaries because, like, we did our mail-in ballots during the primaries and then we had, like, a pretty hotly contested race for state assembly person mm-hmm. that we didn't find out the results for a month later. So hopefully we're not living a situation like that come two weeks. Uh, we've got a, whatever it is, we've got a weird month ahead of us, but let's talk about Bravo. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, so while Joe Biden and Donald Trump are hitting the campaign trails, It seems as though we have a housewife hitting the campaign trails of her own, meeting and greeting with every housewife she can get her hands on. A world tour. (laughs) Truly a world tour. So one Bronwyn Wyndham Burke has been anywhere and everywhere this past (laughs) week. Truly insane. So... She's pretty consistently been hanging out with Heather Gay of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, who, like, if you glance at Heather Gay, don't you, like, sometimes see Leah Mob? Uh, I could see that. Sure. Like, a glance. But then, 
Bronwyn went to the Women's March in D.C. this yeah. weekend, this past weekend. And while she was in the D.C. area, she had lunch with Ashley Darby. Yep. And then she did a night on the town with Monique Samuels. Yep. And then she was up in New York City and was at Cipriani Wall Street with the Marge. The, the big Marge. And then she was out in the Hamptons with a at a slumber party at Barbara Kay's. Now that is the one that really <laughs> sends me. Well, they have been friends ever since BravoCon, where I think it was like, I don't know if it was publicized, but like somebody told me that they had been making out the night before BravoCon. Oh my God. I feel like we did talk about this. Yeah, because there was like a pre-party before BravoCon at... Um, one of those hotels, the Moxie. Sure. And uh, Barbara Kay and Bronwyn became fast friends. Two queer And icons. I think, and Bronwyn is on Watch What Happens Live on Wednesday night, so, or you'll be, already have seen this. She recorded that at Barbara Kay's house. That is wild. How did you learn that? It's called Instagram Stories, honey. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's it's rough seeing this as we are inching up across most of the states in our coronavirus numbers. Right. And, like, we are getting photo op moments with, like, each and every housewife she is meeting up with. Um, cheek to cheek. Cheek to cheek. Maskless. Maskless to maskless. So, like, that's really not the best look right now. (laughs) Not the best example to be setting for everyone, but, like, and especially, like, on her particular franchise, the behavior of a certain cast member who's not her has been called into question time and time again throughout the pandemic. So her doing this is sus. for for those who are watching OC, it's like Bronwyn, we we're we're relying on you. And yeah, you're you're like you're the reason that people want to stay watching OC, and it's pretty much only you. So if you're gonna do this, you're making it hard for us. Truly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's the Bronwyn World Tour, which, like, I think on a similar note, I do want to point out. Something I mentioned last week that's been driving me crazy is I am still following the Bravo TV Twitter account, and we are still getting daily dispatches about Cynthia's wedding. It was the wedding of the season. And, like, I know times are tough, and even, like, us prepping this show, it's like, oh, what's going on? Well, like, not too much is going on, because... A pandemic is going on. Right. Like last week we ended up like having a lot to talk about because two Bravo celebrities decided to have weddings during the pandemic. So we could talk about them. Yeah. But like Bravo TV.com is like really milking this not great event for all it's worth. I know. I feel like we should be getting like, we should get like Jill Zarin on the daily dish or whatever to like spill some secrets. She's always got something to say about something that happened 10 years ago. Exactly. Wait, speaking of Jill Zarin, 
this is going to get like into current topics, but you know the Donald Trump sixty minutes interview. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's and you know how he's been. Up. You know how he's he walked out and he's been threatening to release the interview on his own account, like yes. video of the interview. Yeah, doesn't it remind you of when Jill Zarin recorded secretly Watch What Happens Live? Just in case, like she was on after she was fired from Real Houses of New York and she record, she had somebody record, audio record the entire Watch What Happens Live just in case something was edited so she could like tell her side of the story. I'm almost embarrassed as like a Housewives podcaster that this did not immediately come to mind. It was the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. He started doing that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> except like he really want one ups her with like that big book that of blank pages i know oh my god i've got a blank page baby i'll write your name yeah <gasps> oh i'm gonna post that oh my god okay gotta wow. get a tweet for myself <laughs> wow really proud of you brendan everyone <laughs> like- if you if you're listening to this i've already posted that tweet since you're listening to what happened in the past so go retweet wow okay uh so speaking of retweeting and liking and commenting and subscribing, uh, strangely, like the big Bravo news of the week has been Erica Jane embroiled in a meme scandal. This has been, <laughs> <laughs> this has been exhausting. And it's like, it's exhausting in a way where like, if you follow a bunch of Bravo adjacent accounts, like this causes you to be in that place where you're like, looking at so many regrammed <laughs> things that it feels like you're going in through one of those tunnels in contact. If you've ever saw the movie contact no, with Jodie yeah. Foster, it feels like that. It's a very niche reference, but it feels like that when people start resharing each other's stories constantly, sure. that's what this turns into. Yeah. So Brendan, what exactly happened? So what happened was there was a Bravo account that whose name I don't have off the top of my head. So if we can find that while I, I'm talking. I know. I mean, like this does all center around giving credit where credit's due. <laughs> I think it, I think it's I think it's brands by Bravo or something. Okay, let me just verify that before <laughs> we go on talking because I don't want to be the asshole who then ends up not giving credit. It's not brands by Bravo. Oh, or it could be brands by Bravo. No, it's brands by Bravo, yeah. Brains by Barbara. Okay, yeah, because their their thing now says got yelled at by Erica. Um, so Brands by Bravo posted a meme after the Real Houses of Potomac aired because Robin famously wore the same pink suit outfit yeah. that Erica Jane and Rena both wore in the previous season of Real Houses of Beverly Hills. And this account, Brands by Bravo, her name's Danielle, posted a side-by-side of the three of them yeah, and then the pink ladies. Yep. Like, funny, cute meme. So Great. then Erica take Erica Jane takes it and posts it to her own account without any credit. Yeah. And so this Brands by Bravo account pretty nicely just gets in the comments and is like, hey, I created this image. Can you can you tag me? Which I think is like a nice thing to do if you're like creating memes and you're like running one of these accounts. That's perfectly fine. But then all war ensues yeah. between like the Bravo fans who do these like Instagram accounts with like where they do the Bravo memes and Erica Jane. Yeah. And they just go back and forth in the comments forever and ever and ever. And I don't even know what came out of it. Like what's did did Brands by Bravo ever get the credit? 
Uh, no, I, I mean, I did, I was like tuning into Erica's Instagram stories for fun, like following this. And she was like regramming people, like calling her the queen and like, oh <laughs> like you don't mess with the queen <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, She's been on, like, a social media tear in, like, a fun way also on Twitter. She's just been, like, arguing with MAGA people, which yeah. has been fun to see as well. But also, um, like, wishing the best for her Irish fans who are, who are now under lockdown. Um, I love when somebody shouts out the Irish. Thank you, Connor, um, being real, for bringing this, that to our attention. Yeah. I realize you don't have a segment on the show anymore by your own choosing, but um, you're welcome <laughs> back anytime you want. Sure. Um, so where do you like, uh, where do you fall on this? I fall in the category of, I don't care that much. Care or don't care? <laughs> don't care. <laughs> so like, okay, for me, it's like, I don't, I don't mind them asking for credit so much. Like, okay, if you want to ask for credit, great. But like, at the same time, like if they don't want to give you credit, I don't think like that is something to like nail them to the cross for. Cause like you are creating this account that is really like on the backs of these people. Like, right. I mean, but basically it's like both sides are scratching each other backs. Exactly. So, so like if she wants to great, if she doesn't, it's her prerogative too. Like, I don't really think it's the end of the world. Like people like, on the other side of the coin, like people create merch about like with Bravo, sl- like housewife slogans and like all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. And people are making money off of these shows. I mean, like yeah. we sell, we sell merch and like make a podcast and like try to get ads and run a Patreon. Like that's great for us, but like, they're not seeing a cut from this, which is like derived off of their work. So like, don't give them any ideas because I, I know you've seen a cut either. <laughs> I know the the few pennies that we have that we're uh, scratching together. <laughs> no, yeah, um, I mean it's just like it's it's not that serious. And then like also, I think Erica just shouldn't have engaged in the comment if she yeah. didn't want to give the credit. It's yeah. like tons of people comment on your shit. You don't have to respond to every single one. Pretty much, I think that was like where things went astray. It's like why, like. Keep scrolling, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Go on TikTok where it's, like, so much better and interesting. But, like, I also do love the other side of the coin of, like, the Bravo Lebs that tag, like, 20 people. <laughs> they don't even know who they're tagging. Like, like, a Sonia Morgan who's, like, tagging us and 20 other accounts, you know. Just I know. Of- we love to see it. Like, whoever is doing Sonia Social... Every once in a while, because it's inconsistent. I think she probably has, like, a few other people doing it. But whichever one of her, like, people, whether it be an intern or if she's hiring an agency who knows our name, please keep at it. Keep the name on your lips, (laughs) baby. (laughs) I think I saw, like, Karen Huger tagged, like, Evan Ross Katz recently or something. It's it's even funnier when it's, like, an individual that they're tagging. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, I think that is it for what's going on in the news. Why don't we take a quick break and we will be back with our shows. And we're back with the Real Housewives of Potomac. 
a great place to be on a Sunday night is a great place. Potomac is like the perfect Sunday night treat to cure the Sunday it, scaries. I mean, it really is what there is to look forward to on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. A joy. And I came to the realization today, actually, that this upcoming weekend is already episode 13. <gasps> Lucky number. Call Taylor Swift. Um, I know, but there's not like that much left, I think. I know. So we'll soon be at, we'll have Salt Lake City and OC for a while. We'll be our onlys. Yeah. Although I think you and I were going to talk about this in the news portion a little bit. I feel like New Jersey's like on the horizon. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how quickly they'll be able to turn around. Yeah. Although I do think there's something I remember reading Andy saying like, we have to wait a little while for it. You know, it's starting soon though. What? Below deck. Oh my God. You might, you might just for the sake of the show, you might have to do this next season of below deck. Wow. Okay. But no Kate Chastain. I know. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, so this episode was like a very Wendy centric episode. Mm-hmm. And I thought she had a good episode. But I feel like the tide is like not turning for her online. I think it's a very mixed. People have mixed opinions about Wendy, and I, I initially really liked her. And oh, at the very beginning, I like really, really liked her. And I've like liked. Her. I've, she's had her moments for me since, and I like. I still kind of like her, but like some people aren't warming to her for whatever reason. Yeah, I feel like I've liked her from the get go. And I still do. Yeah. Like, it hasn't really waned for me. I feel like... The only time that it was like, what are you doing, was at the lake house. And it was like, why are you attacking Ashley? But then, like, her husband showed up and it was, like, a delight. Yeah. I mean, I think I understood her. Despite not being a parent. Like, I understood, like, why she was riled up. Right. Um, Chime in in the comments, though. Because, like, I want to get... We need to do, like, a poll or something. Sure, sure. Because, you know, you only hear from, like, the 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 polar opposites, the people who are actually posting about it, or the people who feel strongly. So I want to feel mm-hmm. from, hear from everyone in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, um, Garcelle, Leah, even Sutton to some degree, got, like, positive first season response Mm -hmm. and i feel like no one's really like taken to the streets for wendy like starting a parade or anything but i mean like potomac it's like the most stacked cast at this point so you really have to be that's why i think she's doing well because like to come in and be able to even like get a peep in there I know, but people don't worth something. Yeah, but people don't take like all those things into account like we do. Mm. They just like see the one okay, person okay. come in and like have a good thing. They don't take all sure. factors into account. Yeah. Okay. Um speaking of Wendy, I mean this whole episode is based off of her planning her sip and see with the Nigerian spin. Mm-hmm. Which like that is part of the reason I like her is like she brings a different like spin then we're get, getting from the rest of the ladies on Potomac. Right. Like she's bringing her culture full force into everything she's doing on this show. She's bringing like her full job. She's like bringing it all. 
And I think that's yeah. interesting. For sure. Um, we have Michael and Ashley in a little therapy session. And like Michael, the way he speaks of this baby. He doesn't, I mean, I will hold my tongue and say, I won't say what I think in my brain, but I mean, like, I think Michael Darby lived a full life before he met Ashley. And I think he thought things were going to go a certain way with his relationship with Ashley. And I don't think this is where he thought he would land. Ooh, yeah. I mean, in the back of my brain, which I'm not sure everyone who listens to us knows this, Michael Darby has like two, at least two adult children Mm -hmm. that are only like, that are less than 10 years age difference from Ashley. Yeah. And my thinking around this is he's in his seventies, right? No, he's not. That was something that, that was something that Evan Ross Katz tweeted that was wrong. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh my, how old is he? He's like in his fifties. Okay. It still says 19. Oh, there's a political figure. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. Tony yeah. Gage. Okay, that makes much more sense because here I am out, like in the streets, thinking, <laughs> "Wow, he looks really good." He's 61, but oh, he's 61. Yeah, but right. uh, like the first Google search you get for Michael Darby is 74. Um. Oh, you you know why I thought he was in his 50s? Because I was looking at something that came at, like, an, a piece that was written when the show started. Literally, like, me just thinking, wow, this guy's in his 60s and, like, I mean, 70s, and he looks, like, pretty good for his yeah. 70s. But he's in his G- early 60s. Giving, like, Tom, giving Tom Girardi a run for his money. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, even still, like, he's in his 60s. Like, he already had the children, had the life, and he might have wanted to spend these years with a different type of lifestyle. We don't know, but he, it seems like that's what he's projecting. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like Ashley was down for the lifestyle for a while. Right. Because it seemed like they had this life where they were like hanging out. They were like partying, having fun. They were like hooking up with people, allegedly like whatever, whatever, whatever. But then, I mean, like... Oh, not, uh, admitted, admittedly. Admittedly. Yeah. Remember at the David Guetta concert? <laughs> yeah, but she hit, like, her 30s and decided that, like, she wanted to pursue, like, having children. And, like, good for her. Yeah. I just think there's a lot of communication that maybe should have happened before all of that, you know? Sure. Wow. And the, it's a lot to... It's a lot to really wrap your head around, especially... I'm scared to see what's to come given like the fan social uh, media release of like that video this past, like the last week. Oh yeah. Gosh, that video. And I went and verified that it was true in the first season. It's just there in plain daylight, but nobody cared to check the background for all these years. Isn't that crazy? I know. I mean, we talked about this last week, but it's, it's still crazy a week later that Bravo didn't pull this up, that, like, nobody... Like, there have been lawsuits filed about Michael Darby's actions Mm -hmm. against crew, and nobody on, like, the legal team went back and, like, watched season one. But, like, I guess that's what, like, Pandemic does. Like, in this pandemic, so many more people are watching 
Potomac and going back with the knowledge of Michael Darby. So maybe looking a little more closely than we were originally. And yeah. they found the smoking gun. Oh no, God. they found the gun itself. They found the shot. Is that like, yeah. is that the right analogy? The room where it happened. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I gotta say it was only like a, it was not even a full 30 seconds, but Robin dancing along to the cheerleaders. Uh, iconic. It's already been memed into oblivion. It's so iconic. Memed into oblivion. And like Juan looking hot coming out in his suit. Cause mm-hmm. we, we're usually like seeing him in his like basketball gear, just like casual mm-hmm. around the house, like basketball clothes, but like him coming in in his suit is like, one in a whole new light, I would say. A whole new world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently, okay, I heard this about Juan's school where he coaches for. They don't get the amount of funding that a lot of, like, the bigger schools get for sports. So they have to rely on, like, fundraising. So <sighs> apparently Robin has a link somewhere in her social media where you can donate to support Juan's team. Oh my God. Generous queen. Despite like needing a donation link for her $90,000 in taxes. Wow. Oh my God. So generous. Okay. It's very jarring watching. And I think um, Ray or Karen were were actually putting away the Halloween decorations. Mm -hmm. Cause like we talked about being in November later in this episode, but it's weird being reminded that we are a year ago. I know. And it's only because of the pandemic, but it also is so funny that it reminds me of early Potomac when they had filmed the season and it hadn't been released until such a Mm -hmm. long time, but they finally were like on track and got their act together because it became so popular. And then they ended up delaying it anyways because of the pandemic and they had no other content. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, so, like, Ray and Karen out on their walk confirmed what I had speculated earlier. It's like, it's not La Dame. It's the fame and the fortune and the notoriety. Yeah, it's, that Ray's it's like Housewives. With. Yeah, it's it's like, we, we're just not allowed to say Housewives. Right, which is so wild because, like, we've broken the fourth wall so much this season. Why can't we say Housewives? Yeah. I guess yeah. that's the final frontier. The frontier that those sure. all those deer were jumping in in that scene yeah yeah okay um candace in the car talking to dorothy on the way to the prosecutor um i feel like dorothy should like not be the one she is going to for advice on this matter i know and it's like it's always the reminder that dorothy is a therapist that always gets me it's like at this point, who are Dorothy's clients? If she's doling uh, out this kind I, of advice on camera. Like, I hope she's retired by this point. Probably not, though. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, like, up until, like, yesterday, she was supporting Candace financially. So, like, that means, to me, mm-hmm. getting regular paychecks. Yeah. Okay. Um, Robin's new venture for this season. 
embellished. The way that she had the assembly line going in her house with the boys, I was like, yeah, put them to work. I, I'm kind of surprised that we didn't know about embellished until so, so deep into the season. I know she didn't do like a pre-launch, but I mean, like she decided to launch it as the season was airing. And she said that everything sold out. Did you see she tweeted that or posted on Instagram? She's so cute. <laughs> I love her so much. Every, th- every single product sold out. There's one product I had my eye on that I really was interested in. Which one? It was the one that had like, um, like watercolor flowers over like a black and white. I don't know if it was like a cow or was it like was it like red watercolor flowers? It was a multi. It was like a multitude of colors. Okay, I liked the leopard print thing, but it had something weird written on it, and I was like, I can't get that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I feel like this. This is great for her. I mean, somebody said that like she should have also sold. She should start selling masks with those same patterns. Because like that yeah, is yeah. that's a money grab right now. Like I'd buy she, a few masks. She needs to partner with Jill Zarin. No, no, she needs to be Jill Zarin's <laughs> competitor because I feel like yeah, yeah. at this point Potomac has a fervent base, and I feel like Robin is like a beloved housewife at this point. My only worry with this is like, okay, we're like making the money off of embellished to pay for the taxes that we owe. But then, like, we're going to owe money on, we're going to owe taxes on this money. So it's kind of like, I'm going to be like a never-ending <laughs> cycle for her. I know. So I listened to an interview she did this week, and she basically, her attitude on it was like, so I went from, like, having a regular paycheck every year, like, one pay stub or whatever, where I was, like, basing my taxes on and I got confused and it got complicated for me once I had all these different revenue streams. So she's mm. just like any normal person trying to figure it out, but she's I on know. TV. I like, I don't think she's like trying to like fuck anyone out of money or like yeah. not pay her taxes. I just think she doesn't know that like, if she starts this small business, she has to pay taxes on it. Yeah. I mean, she just, she like, She's got to get an accountant on the payroll. She really does. Yeah. Like, know your strengths. I know. But we still love her. I know. Like, like <laughs> but, I said, I think, I think she... Let's take a poll on this, too. Like, is Robin the most beloved Potomac housewife? Yeah. A most beloved housewife of, across of the board. Of them all. Just, like, the one, the one who's, like... And I'm not even, like, being trolly like you usually are. I'm, like... I actually think like people are like, wow, she seems like the real deal. Good person would be my best friend type of person and not like a real housewife housewife. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've said like, she's the heart of Potomac and Steph Holman's the heart of Dallas, but like Robin's clearly better than Steph. Well, like Steph, it's like, I, don't like she seems fine but if anything if i met steph it would be like a surface friendship i feel like if i met robin it'd be like we could like be friends yeah for sure 
Okay. Um, so, like, here's the thing with Eddie and Wendy and the Sip and See. Like, I am so interested in, like, the whole story of Eddie's family, like, cutting him and all of them off. And, like, the kids are asking about Eddie's dad. But, like, mm-hmm. we're not going to invite them to the Sip and See and have them show up for the first time on camera. Like, that, that is not going to be something that occurs. That's psycho behavior. You have, like, a small get-together at your house to, like, see them for the first time in a while. Yeah. I mean, they have not met some of these grandchildren. I know. All of the grandchildren, for certain relatives, probably. I know. Um, but speaking of family, I do love that Ashley Darby has Uncle Lump in her life. He's such a... I always forget about Uncle Lump, but when he's back in our lives, I'm like, I missed our Lump. Like, Ashley's mom is a nice woman, but like, She's not like a stable force in Ashley's life. With Ashley's mom, we've always said that like there obviously is like some, there's another side of that picture that we're not seeing, you know? Yeah. There's something else with Ashley's mom that we may never see. I I don't want to see it. But but it's always alluded to and it's always like known and understood that Ashley's mom just like can't always be there for Ashley. But yeah. Uncle Lump can. Yeah, Uncle Lump is a is a good man. Do we know the origin From story what? to the name? <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe it was told to us, but like I, it didn't stick with me. Yeah, probably years ago, right? Yeah. Um, now Robin continuing to have an iconic episode, showing up at the party at six p.m. Like the first one there, along with like maybe three or four other random people that she doesn't know. I heard rumors that they told Robin in earlier time to ensure that she would be on time. (laughs) But like, that was just like, that was just like internet people talking. So probably not true. Oh, that's probably a fan fiction. But like also like funny if true, because like it is funny that Robin has been the person to arrive late, but she's had like several moments this season where she's the first one there. (sighs) What a good person. What a good person. And it's like in this like weird museum. I love, I love the concept of it. Like we want like our baby to be surrounded by like culture. culture so we're like yeah. have it in a museum. Yeah. I love that idea. And all of the women, well, not all of the women, but like the women of the Potomac cast are all told to wear pink. Yeah. Um, one thing that was an internet thing that came out later is that Sharice was actually there in oh my god! And was not seen once on screen. That just goes to show the tricks that can happen. And the rumor is that, like, the reason Charisse would be there would be to continue the Monique cheating storyline, and the producers didn't necessarily want to continue it in that way. Now that we're like deep in this Candace Monique thing, that's like miserable. Yeah. Which is like good for them for editing that out. Like let's, we don't always need to go like crazy, crazy. We can go crazy and then like try to reel it back and like get people to a good place. I know. But like the, the fact that we're editing Sharice out so much goes to show you if we put our minds to it, 
we can edit some other people out as well on other shows. Well, can I, before you go into what your point there, I do want to make an example in a of this. Sharice is to Potomac as Jill Zarin is to New York. Mm. She oh will God, yes. show up, but be edited out completely. Oh my God, or, you're so right. Or they'll decide to include her because we know that there have been times in like the past few seasons that Jill Zarin has shown up to film and we were yes. excited about it. And then she was ed- edited out completely out of that one charity event where with Birdie. With Birdie, where it's the iconic Jorinda gif of important. Important. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay, so this is where, like, the true downfall of Candace, I would say, begins. Begins. So, like, we already know she went and talked to the prosecutor, and, like, which is... But then also, like, Monique is posting stuff online that it sounded like Candace wanted to have, like, a civil lawsuit against Monique. And, like, the point of a civil lawsuit is to get money, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in order to maybe, like, settle. And then, like, she went down this criminal path to, like, really fuck with Monique mm-hmm. on another level. Right. And that's where, like, the other women are sitting around the table. And I think it's, like, Giselle who says, like, we don't want to see Monique go to jail. And Candace yeah. is, like we don't or like something along those lines. And it's just like, we're doing this now. Yeah. It's really bad. It's so bad. Mm -hmm. It's like Candace could have ridden this wave in a much better way. Like, you know, when like you're in the ocean and like you're a surfer and you got to like ride the wave she could have like hopped on that surfboard and ridden the wave, and now she's just kind of like letting the wave smack her into the the like the beach. Yeah, I've never surfed, but I have boogie boarded, so I get the yeah. analogy. S- same concept, yeah, yeah. Like she's really like crashing into the the beach right now. She really is, and like only her mom is beside her in cr- this yeah. crash. But, like that's the problem is like she's listening to her mom. I know. Um, but I mean, besides that, the party was a lot of fun. The party was a lot of fun. It was like, it was a joy to watch Wendy and her family and her child and just like the whole entire ceremony of it all. It was just great. Oh, there, there is two other small things that I think is what we are gearing up to for the rest of the season is the Ashley versus Candace. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause like, um, Candace says something like, oh, she's being paid in terms of like uh, Ashley supporting Monique and all of us. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So was Candace implying that Ashley is getting a paycheck from Monique? Yes. To defend her? Yes. Wow. And Ashley's like, I'm already married to a millionaire. And then Candace said, not for long. And that's when Chris is like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Right. Remember that? Yes. Also is... Michael Darby actually a millionaire? Um, I don't really know. Like, it's hard to understand, like, like in Potomac, 
that apartment that they live in, like compared to the homes of the other women, doesn't look like anything special. But like we don't know Potomac real estate in terms of like that could be in like Soho, like the best area or something. Right. I also heard that's in Virginia, not actually Potomac. And like in not in like some city, but it's not. I don't know. I've heard things about the real estate there is so confusing because it's like Potomac is such a different kind of place where some of them live in actual Potomac. Some of them live in Virginia. Robin lives in Baltimore, basically Baltimore. I think Wendy lives in basically Baltimore. So it's like, what's up? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's Potomac. It's good. It continues to be good. Yeah. So we, we touched on OC last week. And again, we have um, timestamps in this episode. If you like, want to just fast forward to our Freak of the Week and The One True Queen. Mm-hmm. We, we're not going to spend a lot of time on OC, but I got to say this episode is, was crazy. I felt like crazy watching it. I think the, I think the reason that we didn't get anything from the OC trailer really was because they were not revealing their biggest storyline for the year. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Bronwyn at the end of last week's episode revealed that she is an alcoholic. And Mm -hmm. I get why they didn't reveal that in the trailer, because once you reveal that the person who's in the public eye then has to go through like, all this press and media and like all this stuff. Yeah. So, before it even airs. Before it even airs. So I, I get why they did it the first episode that she could then go on and tell her own story in the context of the show. It's just like, to me, it's such an aggressive situation because she was like two weeks sober when they started filming the yeah. season. So she's now in like this insane place in her life and it's all being filmed yeah and like we're seeing things that like i can't believe like after she has like a very rough day filming with elizabeth vargas like they're showing us two hours later her like laying in bed like freaking out over it and then going on to film with shannon after we find out that Bronwyn's own mom has been calling former cast members, Tamara, and telling her about Bronwyn revealing that she's an alcoholic. It's, it's so wild. It's like everyone, everyone talking about Tamara this episode made me feel crazy. I know because like, wasn't there, weren't we going to potentially have Tamara in the first couple episodes of the season? Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) I mean, was this why? Because like she was going to be part of this storyline. I don't know, and it's it's weird that there if there's any Tamara footage, they're not showing it. Um, well, because they would have had a pair. I know. There's one thing. So the thing with Bronwyn and her husband sitting down for Valentine's dinner in like this really emotional dinner where they're like talking through these situations made me think about who Bronwyn is on Watch What Happens Live with tonight, Glennon Doyle, Mm -hmm. who has a very similar story to what Bronwyn is going through right now. Like, Glennon, like, lived this exact story in a lot of ways. Um, Like, 
was an alcoholic, like had an estrangement from her husband, like all of these things. So like I, we haven't watched Watch Reference Live yet, but I like yeah. am going to be running, not walking after we record. But it's just like interesting that they put the two of them together, maybe on purpose. Maybe it was a request from Bronwyn because Bronwyn has said she is like a big fan of Glennon. But also like Bronwyn is talking in what looks like probably Bronwyn's like first at home confessional about the upcoming demise of her marriage. I know. Although at the same time in present day, like it's not a demise. It's not a demise. It's just like, it's a different marriage now. They're like living separately, but they're still together. It's like a very modern way to look at marriage in a way that I don't even think that they themselves have figured it out completely. But she's kind of like living out loud, like very publicly right now, which is interesting. Yeah. I mean, we touched on that in the beginning of this episode with her world tour, Mm -hmm. which like, okay, so here's the other thing is like, while, (laughs) so this show is truly a show of like, everyone is terrible. And like, we are super interested in Bronwyn's story but like she managed to be find her own way to be terrible this episode as well. Oh, with the stuff talking about Gina. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's that. There's also like, there's so much going on this episode and like, it's just like all over the place. So then it's like Emily and Gina getting together for like Mexican food and margaritas and doing shots upon shots about upon shots. And then they decide to call Bronwyn and Gina doesn't know what Bronwyn Emily had knows. revealed to Emily, but Emily's going along with it. There's so many weird ass things happening in this episode. Like Emily's being such a shit sir, like running and telling Gina at the party for her own daughter, like what Bronwyn's been saying, like as Bronwyn's at this party. I know. And then you've got like, I mean, like, Kelly was barely in this episode, thank God. Well, so so that's the that's what I was hinting to when we were talking about Potomac. Do you think they are, like, easing up on the Kelly stuff this season? I mean, potentially, because we literally got, like, one scene at the beginning with her this episode, I think. And it so, was... like, I these women get paid, I think these days for the most part by episode as we learned. So like maybe they just threw in this like nonsense scene with her talking to her mom about um, Jolie just to like include her, but like not have her be a part of the show show. Like to fulfill her contract or whatever. Yeah. I mean, at the same time though, like she just wasn't at these events. Yeah, that's true. And then we like, now then we also have like Elizabeth Vargas who in my mind could be an intriguing character on some level, but I feel like she's coming into the show knowing what the show is and is doing like a lot of acting. Yeah. And I think also like, it's not helping that she is coming to the show thinking it's something different than it. I guess it is the season where she's like talking about drinking the moment that Bronwyn walks into like the store that they're meeting at and like, like the baby, the baby clothes <laughs> store, <laughs> like that kind of thing. And it's like, Oh my God, this is such like a bad look for you because of the context of like where we're going with this season right now. Yeah. 
But like, I mean, like to give her credit, all she knew with her relationship with Bronwyn was they they were like drinking friends. So it's like, sure. who knows? And I mean, like, she's not bringing us much yet, but she would be a fun like Dana Pam side character, I think. Yeah, but she's holding an orange. Yeah, I mean, this is just a very weird. Like, I think you and I both were most interested in this for the COVID aspect of it all. Mm -hmm. And it's weird. Like we're getting something completely different than what we expected. Yeah. We like never knew this is what was coming from OC. Yeah. But like, I think credit to Bronwyn for living this out so early in her recovery. Yeah. And I we're rooting for her. Yeah. I mean, she seems to be doing relatively well from what we can tell, but like, what does that mean? Um, but yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, this, this like, this really, I felt like crazy watching this episode. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how the rest of the episodes are going to be structured because it's like, we're in a new place for housewives with like this. And then like the COVID stuff is going to, we're going to be in COVID in like two weeks with this show. Oh, yeah. right? I mean, we like the, we're filming a Valentine's day scene, which is lo- less than a month out from New York's lock- lockdown. Yeah. So we will watch. So you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's wrap this up with, the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Brennan, who is the Freak of the Week? So the Freak of the Week is actually OC-related, obviously. It is Kelly Dodd. Um, so there was a post on Instagram from Kelly's husband's Rick's ex-wife, who has the handle at Idiot Savan. Mm-hmm. And she posted a photo of herself and one of Rick's daughters and wrote, you may have a new stepmom, but I'll forever tell people I had you as a teen, like with that, like tongue out one eye closed yeah. emoji. Come back soon at not Topanga and at will dot I dot Stan. Well, it seems to be like her boyfriend or something. Yeah. So Kelly Dodd has to get into the comments. Cause like, what, like why? But Kelly Dodd writes, that's funny. Because at Not Topanga told me and Rick she hated you as a teenager. Tore your face out of every picture. Too bad you didn't have your own. Which is like, as we've seen on these shows, saying that to a woman like about not having their own kids is like one of the meanest things <laughs> you could ever say to anyone. Yeah. I mean, it like... <laughs> Why would she even take offense to this? Like, I know it's like, it was a pretty harmless thing. The woman is talking about her own relationship with her stepdaughter. Like, haha, I had you at your teen years. And I think it's even alluding to the fact that like teen years are difficult. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm curious to see like where we end with the Kelly Dodd journey. I mean, like everyone wants her gone. Um, it, it the journey ends on Breitbart. 
I'm pretty sure. Oh my God. Probably. Um, yeah. But let's end this on something more positive. Our one true queen. And that would have to be Robin. I mean, it, after learning about embellished and the fact that she has sold out her merch, uh, queen of small businesses, queen of Potomac, queen of our hearts. It's Robin Dixon. Yeah, we accidentally did our like Robin tribute while we were talking in Potomac. So you get two Robin tributes today. That's not it's not even enough. Because it's what she deserves. <laughs> yeah. Um and that is what we all deserve. True. Some more Robin Dixon in our lives. Um, but I think that is it for this week's episode, Brendan. I think that's it also. Um, as usual, you could go to Come Through Queen. It's your one-stop shop for all things Come Through Queen. We posted this week a fun episode, a Patreon bonus episode, talking about housewives, Halloween costumes, or just costumes in general of all the different cities, iconic costume moments. It's something you want to check out. We hit up every city pretty much. Mm -hmm. And... um, you could also go to comethroughqueen.com. There's a link to our Facebook group, our Instagram, our individual Twitter pages as well. Mm-hmm. You can always leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Those always oh, help. Wow. And we also like if you write something nice. It just like warms our hearts. You don't have to, but you, mm-hmm. we would love it. Of course. Uh, and you could like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.